minded, we were blinded Looking for peace without Jesus, we can't find it Ministry minded, we were blinded Looking for peace without Jesus, we can't What up, what up, what up, what up How y'all doing? Welcome to another episode of Anthony's Godly Guidance I hope you love it, I hope it blesses you More importantly, I hope it gets you closer to God Enjoy What's going on, y'all? It's your man, Anthony, and I would like to welcome you to another episode of Anthony's Godly Guidance. Um, I had originally att- intended to end the last podcast, uh, the, the last series with the podcast that would uh, wrap up the series on racism. And uh, that, that, was my, that was my goal. However... Um, Things have changed and Holy Spirit prompted me to do some other things. And um, if if you were on, for those who are connected to the the Anthony's Godly Guidance page on Facebook, I, I did a, a Facebook Live about um, bullying. Excuse me. We've had some, we had a situation that came up with uh, some, some close family church family, family regardless however you want to word that and um, again it's not my business to tell people's business but there's been some some events that have sparked putting this on my heart and so um, this, this series this is at least at least three episodes of this, and I think because we need to talk about this, and it's about it's about bullying and about how we communicate with each other, and uh, I don't think we're talking about it enough. And uh, I think when it comes to uh, to I guess tie it to the last series of racism. Um, one of the things that that um, will come up in talking about this is uh, Matthew um, 22, and um, I, that I mean, love thy neighbor as thyself. That'll come up later, but uh, that that's that's going to be the connection to the last series and the the theme of loving and respecting and treating each other better. That, that is the connection between the racism series and and what I'm talking about. And I guess, you know, you could say that a piece of uh, bullying is connected to racism and whatnot. But anyway, um, so this series is about bullying and um, it's going to be at least a three I don't know if it's going to go any further than that, but I, that that'll be Holy Spirit led. So <clears throat> I want to I want to get going with this and this one um, is can words hurt us? Um, that'll be what this episode is focusing on. Can words hurt us? 
um, there's the saying, sticks and stones may break my bones, but words can never hurt me. Again, sticks and stones may break my bones, but words can never hurt me. We've been taught that as kids. We were taught that in, in elementary school. You know, that was that was a an empowering an empowerment for when someone was saying stuff, you know, to you. This was a way to empower yourself. And I get I get the point behind it. I understand what they're trying to say. But we've seen far too many times that words very much can hurt um and there will be more of that as i'm going through this uh this episode so i just want to i want to say yes words very much hurt words cause a lot of pain and um the bible says in proverbs 18:21 it says the tongue can bring death and life those who love to talk will reap its consequences and that is for your own life but it's also into other people's lives um sticks and stones do break bones but oftentimes words do more damage than any stick or any stone because psychological damage emotional damage far outweigh anything that, you know, in, in many cases, far outweigh anything that uh, a physical damage, a broken bone mends and it mends in relative perspective relatively quickly, but psychological and emotional damage, those can last a lifetime. And the words that are said to, to others well, that really can just register with them and stick with them. And that can be something that these people carry for a lifetime. And depending on what situation we're talking about, a lifetime could be weeks, days, hours, minutes, years. I mean, the things we say to each other very much, very, very much can create an, uh, an environment where that emotional or psychological damage is more than more than a person can can hold on to more than a person can handle and we have people ending their lives over how people are talking to them over the words that people put in their in their um, you know the words that are being said to them and that is so wrong it is so wrong that we are dealing with I I mean I work with the youth so I always I I tend to lean towards the youth when I speak but they're that it's not just them they're grown people grown folks who are struggling with wanting to be alive because of the words that people have said to them (laughs) so I'm going to go to another another bible verse and I'm going to use these bible verses to kind of pinpoint to drive home the point of how we need to be better about how we talk to each other and the the impact that these have. And I'm first uh, going to go to Proverbs 25, 18. And that says, um, telling lies about others is harmful, is as harmful as hitting them with an ax, wounding them with a sword, 
or shooting them with a sharp arrow. I'll read that again. Telling lies about others is as harmful as hitting them with an axe, wounding them with a sword, or shooting them with a sharp arrow. So apparently, words are more powerful than we think. Again, going back to the sticks and stones may break my bones, but words can never hurt me. According to this Bible verse, and... Let me let me ask this question. Think about that. How do we feel about how do we feel when people lie about us? How does that make us feel? Whether it's being blamed for something you didn't do, or someone's taking credit for some great idea that you had, or some great accomplishment you did, or someone is trying to tell you, I'm sorry, is trying to tell you who or what you really are. So think about that. Whether you're being blamed for something you didn't do. How do you feel about being lied about? Whether someone's taking credit for some great ideal or great accomplishment you did. How do you feel about being lied to? Or here's one. Whether someone is trying to tell you who or what you really are. The other ones are pretty self-exclamatory. This last one. Someone telling you you're stupid. Someone telling you you're not good enough. Someone telling you you'll never you'll never accomplish this. Someone telling you you'll never be worth anything. You're not worth anything now. Or let's let's do it to what I hear in high schools. You're a slut. You're a dog. You're retarded. These are words that people throw out. And th- these 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 kids are saying these things with very little thought behind it it's just flying out of the mouth to other people and sometimes to go back to the you're a slut these whether it be a male or female some of these they're not even having sex with anybody people are just slandering creating rumors and then everybody's jumping on board as though they know and just dogging these people and even if they are Instead of belittling, try to figure out why they're doing the things they're doing and trying to help them. Be a friend, not add on to it. This is this is being lied to, and these are the things, the harmful things that hit as hard as being hit with an axe or wounding, being wounded with a sword or being shot with an arrow, a sharp arrow. And here's another thing to think about. Do you know bullying? is lying to you as well. If someone is bullying someone, they're lying about that person. How? It's someone trying to someone trying to convince you that you are less than you really are or that you are less than them. That is what a bully is doing. They're trying to convince the person they're bullying that they're less than who they who the, the, the that the person is less than who they are or that the person is less than them who the person who is bullying that is lying. That is a lie from hell. And that is the trick. One of the tricks that the enemy has been using for years. People who are bullying are trying to use their tactics. And we're just using, right now, we're just using verbal. They put other people down to get a psychological advantage. 
and they're lying to these the people that they're bullying, trying to make them believe that they are less than what they really are. And it's so wrong. It is so foul. How can you, you know, people call each other things and they don't put thought behind it. I.e. stupid, dumb, retarded, gay, all of these terms that I hear working with the youth. And sometimes they're in a quote-unquote playful mode when they say these things. But these are these these are words that stab like a sharp arrow. They wound like you being stabbed with a sword, cut with a sword, or like being driven with an axe. These words hurt. And even if the people aren't showing you that these words hurt, they do. We have people who aren't as vocal. And a lot of it is because of emotional bullying. They've been emotionally beat down or psychologically beat down that they don't speak. And it's all this stuff is held in until it pops. And when it pops, sometimes it's it's self-inflicted uh, harm. Other times it's not. They harm others. So you have kids who've been festering, being bullied for X amount of time. And they just pop. And they take their lives. Or we have people who hold on to that and they fester and they pop and they shoot up a school. All of this, all of this is related to words or how people are being treated. These are these things can affect and do affect people. And we've got to teach We've got to be better about how we talk to each other. And parents, we've got to teach our kids better. Because bullies aren't born, they're created. And oftentimes, bullies come from bad situations. Whether it be home, whether it be parents, siblings, other family members, whatever. They're created. We've got to figure out the route to what's creating these bullies and help them. Which leads me to another Bible verse, which is uh, Proverbs 15, 4. And it says, gentle words are a tree of life. A A deceitful tongue can crush the spirit. So, that's just to back up to things that we're saying before uh, to go with what I'm saying. But it's also to think about this. If we talk to each other better, if we talk to our kids better, if we raise them in, you know, regardless of what we're dealing with, we raise them to be better than that. The bullying doesn't go to school and it doesn't create these situations. I mean, if each family tried to do their part to take care of their own family, we can eliminate this this thing of bullying now people will always people will always disagree but we don't have to disagree and say the things that we say to each other i can disagree with you without telling you you're stupid i can disagree with you without telling you you're you're retarded or you're gay or you're you're idiot or any of these these things and i keep saying these because these are the things that i hear the most 
you know, and, and sometimes they, these things are said and the ideas that the person is sharing, they're not bad ideas just because you don't agree with it. Doesn't mean it's a bad idea. And I've heard some very insightful thought processes get shut down because their peers didn't like it and they shut it down. And then you have kids who don't want to share and fester. And then they pick on the kids because they won't speak. It's, it's, a, it's a horrible cycle. It is so horrible. And we've got to be better about this. We've got to teach our kids to be better about this. This is this is an epidemic. This is not this is not something to be taken lightly. We are losing lives over this. So we've got to be better. We've got to do something. We've got to raise we got to raise up the bar and be better about helping one another. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, I'm going to got another Bible verse and it's Proverbs 18, four. And it says, wise words are like deep waters. Wisdom's flow. Wisdom flows from the wise, like a bubbling brook. Now to go with what I was saying with this wise words, show love and encourage and encourage growth. If I take the time to process what I'm saying to someone, I can give you constructive criticism in a loving way and that will encourage it'll A, show love and B, encourage you. So if the idea that you have or the thing you're doing isn't, isn't, I, I don't want to say isn't right, it, it's not fruitful. Or, I mean, I mean, if you have a wrong, a bad idea, so we'll just say if you have a bad idea, if I use, if I use, let wisdom seep in and I use wise words, it'll show that I care about what you said. And I will use wise words to encourage and build and thus self-esteem is being established. Now we are changing bad ideas that the only reason it can, in, in many cases is a bad idea is because it's off in some little area. So instead of me shutting down your idea, now with wise words, I've taught, I've, I've given you the ability to go back and think about, well, what did I say and ponder on it and try to fix and build on that as opposed to me just saying that's that's stupid and shutting it down and now now this idea that you have that could bless other people is now shot down because I've decided to tell you stupid instead of saying well that won't work but if we try it this way that's a wise way of doing it and that's encouraging growth think about now to go what this bible verse says how does it feel when you're hot and or thirsty and you get a refreshing drink of water that's what that that's what it's saying that wise words wisdom flows from the wise like a uh, bubbling brook that refreshment when you share wisdom with other people that refreshment of you know you know what it's like you, you, that cold drink of water when you're just extremely thirsty ah, that refreshment yes when we are wise and we have wise words that are building and encouraging that's that refreshment people get you know it could be frustrating to hear but you know that I'm not coming from a place of con- condemnation or hate. I'm actually trying to encourage you to build you. And the way I said what I said and the words that I used prove that. 
because I'm going to interject this in. Sometimes it's not what we say, it's how we say it. So instead of shooting down ideas, if we tweak a few words here and there, I haven't shot the idea down. I've just told you, well, I don't believe this will work and here's why I don't. But if you try this, 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 it'll work instead of saying that's a bad idea, that's a dumb idea. And the the refreshment that's got from knowing that, A, you value what I'm saying. You value me as a person and you're trying to encourage and build me and help me mean all the difference to an individual or person. So let's focus on encouraging as opposed to condemning, which that's a whole that's another series that's coming up after this one, which was where I was supposed to where I was going next but with every with the things that I have been seeing and hearing this 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 was the I had to do this so I have another bible verse in this proverbs 2015 it says wise were wide wise words are more valuable than much gold and many rubles think about that giving people Wisdom, wise words, encouragement, building people up is more important than any object we can give them, whether that be money, substance, whatever. Giving people wise words and wisdom and encouragement is better than I can talk to you like you're nothing and throw money at you. Now, most people be like, I'm cool with that, but think about that. If I've destroyed you mentally, emotionally, psychologically, and I gave you money, you're only going to do destructive things with that money that I've given you. It's not going to amount to anything. But if I've encouraged you, I build you up, and then I've given you money, now this money is going to go into things that are positive, encouraging, uplifting, as opposed to self-destructive. So if I if I made you feel like you're nothing and I give you money, it, it more likely will go into facilitating some form of bad addiction because you're trying to, when people feel a certain way, they don't feel like they're worth, they have self-worth, like people get love them, they respect them, they self-medicate. And that could be any form of addiction. That's why I didn't just point out one thing that could be any form of addiction, whether it be substance or whatnot. But if I if I don't teach you that your value is worth and that my my words aren't wise and encouraging and uplifting, all I'm doing is adding to your self destructiveness, which I've that's a double whammy now. Now I've destroyed you as a person, you know, your mental. And I've given you the means to physically destroy yourself by giving you objects, money, whatever. So we've got to we've got to use these words to build up. And and as this uh, Bible verse is saying, wise words are more valuable than money, gold, whatever. Again, because these wise words can be taken and put into something that will build not just for the person but one of the things that I have on my uh, slogan is each one teach one so if I 
if I had been given wise words and, and encouragement from someone, I would take that and I will give wisdom, wise words and encouragement to the next. But if I've been given um, d- destructive words and destructive thoughts, I'm more likely to give that to the next person. And that's a that's a another episode. But remember, hurt people hurt people. That's another episode, but we're going to come back to that. So <clears throat> I'm going to now go to Proverbs 21, 23 and 21, 23 says, watch your tongue and keep your mouth shut and you will stay out of trouble. I might end up parking on this longer than I intended, but I that's very important and I cannot agree with that more um, there's another Bible verse that um, in Proverbs most of these this a lot of stuff from this series is going to come out of Proverbs um, anyway the point I want to make with that is um, sorry I got sidetracked trying to find something the point I wanted to get to watch your watch your tongue and keep your mouth shut and you will stay out of trouble now to connect that to wise words wise words and everything else that I was saying if there are no wise words that come to us when we are in situations it is better for us to just not say anything now there's another saying that we've heard for years if you don't have anything good to say don't say anything at all Bible that's not just some random thing someone made up that's Bible God was giving us wisdom like instead of saying harmful hurtful negative destructive things to one another if at the time nothing comes to mind then shut it down let's not say anything it's better to not say anything than to say destructive things to people, to hurt people. It's it, it, it does nobody any favors. So that's a, one of the things that I am I, I've been more so speaking to people in my circumference. And, you know, the youth that I work with, it's like, look, if you don't have anything good to say, then just just don't say anything. How many fights would be eluded if people just kept their mouth closed instead of saying harmful, negative things? Or how many, you know, how many, how many lives would, would we still have? How many people might still be alive that are not if people chose to take this route of, Keeping quiet, if not had, if if they ugh, keeping quiet instead of saying something hurtful or negative or or you know, and and let's 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 even say that I feel this again. If I can't figure out the best way to say it, I guess an example is if I disagree with something that someone did, and uh, and in my head the first thing I think of, oh that is the stupidest thing I've heard. That's not gonna work. Don't be foolish. If I can't find a better way of saying that, 
then not saying anything is so much better. Because, again, telling someone that they're stupid or what they're doing is stupid or or something, it, it's not going to do anything. It's going to, it's self-destructive to people. And I, I can hear someone now, you know, saying, well, we're weak and they can't take it. And we got to get past that. We've got to quit projecting how we do things onto other people. If if one person is good at taking what people say and brushing it off, good. Not everybody can do that. So we got to be mindful of the things that we're saying to each other, which if we use wise words and are more constructive, encouraging and empowering, we would not have to worry about people's offense nearly as much because they know that what I'm saying to you is because I'm trying to in a loving manner, trying to help you build you. You're more apt to listen to that than if someone is just shooting you down and being rude and obnoxious. I mean, that's that's common sense. It's biblical, but it's common sense. Uh, you know, and another thing, and this will come up multiple times is in, in the series, is treat others how you want to be treated, which is another thing that came from the last series. Nobody likes to be talked to like that. I don't care how hard that we that, that some of us portray ourselves as and uh, don't nothing is none don't nobody want to be talked to like that. None of us want to be disrespected. None of us, not one of us wants to be disrespected. And yet we feel it's all right to disrespect others and then wonder why people get mad and confrontational. That's kind of an oxymoron. I can't be mad at you for getting confrontational if all I'm doing is just bashing you. I can't say you're being a sissy if I'm just picking at you. I can't say you're being soft if all I do is just come at you with all this stuff and then and then you're you're the problem. Like, come on with that. That is so ridiculous to just bag on someone and then they're the problem. That is a huge quality, you know, a, a quality. If you want to call it that, or I can't think of the word right now, um, of a bully. Bullies are great at tearing other people down, psychologically destroying them, emotionally destroying them, and making things about them. It's your fault. You're soft. You can't take my words. You're soft. Not not taking into consideration that I probably could have said what I, not probably, I could have said what I said better to help you. Or not said anything at all, like the last Bible verse I said, as opposed to saying something harsh and rude and and hurtful, and then saying, "Oh, don't be, don't be, don't be weak, don't be soft." That's just, it's just, it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. It is ridiculous. It's so bad how we want to find excuses for being hurtful to each other. We find ways to talk worse to each other, to treat each other like that. And we like to just make excuses for it. We can um, justify talking to people a certain way and then be like, oh, you just you just you just need to just toughen up. No, we need to talk to each other better, like across the board. This isn't just at bullies, but this is at bullies. So. But we, if we 
better communicate with one another, we get rid of the opportunity for people to be offended. It's as simple as think before you speak. That doesn't mean we got, we need to be shut-ins and we don't we don't communicate to people constructive criticism. But here's another thought. If somebody didn't ask you your opinion, maybe they don't want it. So you don't need to give it to them. Again, like this Bible verse said, watch your tongue. If you can't say anything good, don't say anything at all. Just because you have an opinion does not mean you should share it. There are plenty of things that happen that are said that go on and people are doing stuff in your opinion. My opinion don't matter a thing. We don't necessarily need to voice our opinion, especially to in situations where people are doing things and nobody asked. Now, if you're in a mentor role or whatever, even with that, there are some things that there's just our opinions are one thing. If I'm just sharing my opinion, what I think about something, that that could very well not be constructive at all. If I'm trying to help you with something and I'm pointing something out to uplift, that's different. But my opinion, it, there's plenty of things that I see on a daily basis at home, at work, wherever that I don't like, agree with or think it should be that way. But I don't speak on all of it. You know why? Because it's not my place. Just because you have an opinion doesn't mean you should voice it all the time. And I know, well, freedom of speech, but you know what? People use that. They use that so, that's so overplayed and overdone and people are all about, well, I can say what I want to say is freedom of speech. Yeah. However, doesn't mean you should because when, when we just, you know, how do I want to word this? Your freedom of speech. I also have a freedom of my own and I don't need to be disrespected. That's another right that I have. To, you know what I'm saying? So if you can't come at me with some respectful way of saying something, then 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 why are you talking to me? And this is something that we are seeing at this epidemic and people are dealing with, and it's it's just ridiculous. It's horrible, and it, and it, that that mentality of as freedom of speech has fostered so many of these bullies and multiple multiple arenas, whether it be the media, whether it be social media, whether it be in schoolyards at work, it's fostered that bully mentality. Well, I can say what I want to say. Uh, I live in America, but just because you can doesn't mean you should think about that just because you can say something doesn't mean you should if we can get better about the thought process of what if is what I'm going to say going to bring any positive encouragement value to this situation at all and if we can stop and think about that 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 could eliminate an awful lot of conflict like, does what I have to say have any positive value or is it just going to add negative to a negative situation? And if what I'm going to say adds negative to a negative situation, then maybe, as, that, as the Bible verse I just read says, maybe I should just not say anything. Just keep quiet. And if people ask, why don't you say anything? I, ain't got, I have nothing positive to say on this. So I'm just I'm going to keep my opinion to myself. 
People should respect that. If they don't, you, that doesn't mean you have to say anything. I've done that before. I've been in a situation where like, nah, I ain't got nothing to say on this. What I had to say is not in any way positive. Well, we would. No, no, no. I'm good. Uh, no. And there, there are times that I didn't. There are times that I should have stuck to my guns and not said anything. And I opened my mouth and I made situations worse. So I'm not preaching at you. I'm talking to you from experience. There are times that I've said things that I know I shouldn't have said. I voiced my opinion when I know I shouldn't have done it. And it's made situations worse. And there's times where I've held my peace and held my tongue. If nothing else, held my tongue. If not held my peace. And a bad situation didn't turn into a horrible situation. So whether you want to hear it from the Bible, you want to hear it from examples. Keeping our, watching our, keeping our, our composure, our, our mouths closed in situations. We've seen it play out both sides. We've seen when we speak on something we shouldn't. We've seen it turn into arguments, fights, kill relationships, marriages, families fall out with each other for years. You know, and we have kids that are bullying people correcting people bullying each other we have people taking their lives all because there was there have been things that we could have kept to ourselves that had no value to the conversation whatsoever but because we are as a, as a as a society and as a human beings are so freaking prideful about things we feel like we have to voice our opinion on everything and that everybody cares what our opinion is. You know what? They don't. Not everybody cares about what we think about everything. And you know, if you voice your opinion at the wrong time to the wrong person, they will tell you. Then what? Pride kicks in. You want to get mad. You want to argue. As opposed to thinking, you know, maybe I shouldn't have said that. What a concept. There is a time and a place for everything. And there's a way to do things. There's a way to deliver messages as opposed to just saying our opinion or the first thing that comes to our mind. If we can learn to filter out, filter before when, when we have these thoughts, because we all have bad thoughts. So uh, nobody's off the hook on that, myself included. I, I've heard and seen things and thought some like some doozies. But there's a filter from the brain to the mouth. We've got to process before we speak it. Because according to Proverbs 18.21, life and the power of life and death are in the tongue. And if I can't do that instantly, then like this, then then like Proverbs 21.3 says, if I can't keep it from spewing out negativity, then just stop talking. And that will help the situation tremendously, as opposed to adding fuel to the fire. <clears throat> so again, I have another Bible verse that is directly connected to that, and that's Proverbs eleven twelve, and it says, "It is a, it is foolish to belittle one's neighbor. A sensible person keeps quiet. Sensible, wise, courteous, respectful, whatever adjective you want to use." Someone who has sense, I mean, manners, you know, whatever you want to say on that. It's foolish to belittle one's neighbor. 
And we do far too much belittling of each other as a society. Far too much. In fact, stand up, stand up comedy in and of itself and a lot of in a lot of a lot of arenas is based off of the belittling of other people. And we think it's funny. I say we because I have partaken in this to belittle one someone and the things that we say to each other at the at the expense of it is funny but at the expense of someone's feelings and we don't know where people are one day they could be in a great spot the next day they might not be so we've got to gauge when we say things what we say how we say it because I said something to you on Monday doesn't mean you, you're ready to hear it on Tuesday. You can be in a completely different place on Tuesday and I've just pushed you over the edge. And now I got to deal with the consequences of if that pushed you that far to where you snapped. Whether that be you attack me, you hurt yourself, you attack someone else. You know, and it doesn't necessarily mean that it's a physical attacking of one's. You know, it could be a verbal spat. You know, because a lot of things with this is people hear this and they say this and then they start trying to outdo each other. A sensible person is quiet. I don't need to belittle you just because I don't agree with you doesn't mean I need to belittle you. Hear that again. Just because I disagree with you doesn't mean I need to belittle you. What a concept if we can get that. We can disagree with one another. That is a God-given right of free will to disagree. But my disagreeing doesn't mean I need to belittle what it is that I don't agree with you on. Regardless of the topic. And my disagreeing of what you said could very well be justified. But that doesn't mean I need to belittle you because of that. Because I am now putting myself above you putting you back into that you're dumb I'm right you're wrong I'm smarter than you whatever which is the bully mentality and again people are ending their lives over this stuff we've got to be better to each other Proverbs 11:17 says your kindness will reward you but your cruelty will destroy you. Some people don't think that <clears throat> when they're when they treat others like garbage that it has an effect on them but it does. We have some highly successful very rich people who have nobody who wants to be around them. Or let's take it to another. We have, there are people who just nobody wants to be bothered with. Your cruelty will destroy you. What, what good does it do to be quote unquote successful and have no one to share it with because you, you, you treat people like garbage? What good is that? And whether people want to admit it or not, that hurts them. We have this prideful protective shell where we we, we don't show where huh, that doesn't bother me. It does. 
some way, shape, or form, it does. And again, some of these people are taking their lives. We, uh, we've got to put a stop to all of this. We've got to be better about how we interact with one another. And I'm going to end it on this Bible verse. And this is Proverbs 15.1. And it says, a gentle answer, excuse me, a gentle answer deflects anger, but harsh words make tempers flare. Again, a gentle answer deflects anger, but harsh words make tempers flare. Everything I've said goes to that Bible verse. If we learn to talk to each other better, deflects anger. If I say that I don't agree with you, and here's why, we might not get in that. We're less likely to get in an argument as opposed to if I say, you're stupid, I'm right, you're wrong. Tempers flare, pride kicks in. Now we're trying to one-up each other. A gentle answer deflects anger, but harsh words makes tempers flare. Okay, so all of this to say that words do matter. Words can hurt. Words do hurt. Words have created wars. Wars are started over words. They have extreme power. Friendships have ended over words. Marriages have ended over words. Families have departed from each other over words. Words are extremely powerful. We need to be better about the words we are using, how we are using them, and how we are communicating with each other. So, I pray, God, I pray, I pray that those under the sound of my voice are listening to this, processing this, applying this, and going out there to be better to thy neighbor, to that person trying to teach each other better not to treat each other I'm sorry trying to treat each other better so this is how we get past the bullying y'all I love y'all come back next week peace